Hello and you are welcome to Dan and Dara Doability. This is episode 26. I'm Dara McNicholas. And I'm Dan Carey. Dan, how are you? I'm very good. How are you? I'm excellent. That's good to hear. Finally get the chance to talk about... Toy Story 4. Toy Story 4. You finally got out. Yes, I did. Well worth the wait. Yeah. So we're going to have a little chat in a moment about disability and representation in Toy Story 4. Mm-hmm. But first, as a film critic, what was it like? I, I uh, Spoiler alert, sorry. Yeah, if, yeah. If, if people haven't seen it, maybe you have, maybe you haven't. We're going to try, but we're just going to drive a horse and four through this and just... Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Do you know, I, when, when I was promoting this on Instagram, I did say that we would try and be uh, spoiler-free, but I'm not sure... Given, yeah, it's going to be difficult. Given the nature of this content, I'm not sure if we can yeah. be, so I apologise for that. Um, but yeah, it, it was really... As a film, like, looking outside of any stable representation or anything like that, yeah. really enjoyed the film. As is, um, kind of because I suppose I grew up watching Toy Story, and which is kind of the way it should be done. It is just a movie. Yeah, um, and it was a really interesting story, and just to see how the characters, I suppose, dealt with their latest challenge, um, and it was, I suppose, I what I didn't really know what to expect because I hadn't. I'm kind of the type of person that doesn't really watch trailers of films that i want to go and see because i find that there's very few trailers where they don't give away a lot of the film mm. i'm not saying that's necessarily what pixar do because they're very good with their trailers but uh yeah no that that's just my way of watching film um yeah no i in general really enjoy the film good now we've got our little college hats on and we will look at this from the point of view of representation and disability yes which i know is going to be a topic in your in your thesis next year so we can make this really good so you can use it and save some words like you can use this yeah you can use this as a transcript it'll be fine you'll get away with murder (laughs) um so there's a couple of uh, and we look at it we look at a few things that are in it there's there's a couple of things going on so we have gabby gabby Mm -hmm. right who is a toy in a toy store who has been there Again, the same sort of age age group as Woody's kind of fifties toy, yeah. manufactured in the in the nineteen fifties. So as you said, yeah, same uh, same kind of age bracket, how we say. Yeah, and she's been in this antique shop for well, I suppose as long as she can remember, and uh, according to her, she's been defective. Is the phrase she uses since she was created, I suppose. Um, and she is looking for, she's looking essentially to fix herself. She wants like, to be loved. Yes. She feels that she's not loved because she has no snappy catchphrases. She has. Yeah. So her, her voice box is, um, is broken. And yeah, as I said, she, she's essentially, as you were mentioning, she wants to be loved and she wants to be played with and she wants to feel that she's worthy and her view on that is to be fixed. And that therein lies the issue. Yeah. Of disability and the able-bodied community wanting to go around and fix everything and make it okay. 
Yeah. And make it right. Uh, there is a mention there <clears throat> of the young fella from Shazam who also has a disability in the movie. Neither of us seen it. Um, right. How he has the disability and when he gets his superpowers. He doesn't have a disability anymore. So it, that's the whole sort of to go around fix things. I mean, it, it's it's quite complex. And we, we have a couple of very good ar- articles here. Yeah. Just let our listeners know we are, we are referencing um, articles from The Hollywood Reporter and from... Uh, variety yeah uh, and we will stick those links up once the podcast goes out yeah but uh yeah no it's a, it's an interesting topic for sure yeah that everyone needs to be fixed it's woody's sort of part that he plays in this to some degree as well as an able-bodied and i'm using inverted commas here that you can't see but as an able-bodied Character, I was going to say person, <laughs> as, an, as, an able-bodied, yeah. as an able-bodied character in it, you know, who, who he's the one who's given advice. Yeah, and I, I thought there, there was an interesting reference in this article that mentions that, this is one of the spoilers that we mentioned earlier on, that she, being Gabby Gabby, has this view that there's this girl, Harmony, in, in the, that comes in later, the the antique shop that we would assume is Gabby's owner, but because she's broken in inverted commas, yeah. she uh defective. Defective, yeah. She's been left on, on the shelf. So Gabby Gabby's view on this is if I can fix myself I'll be loved. And it gets to a point in the movie where again, spoiler, she is fixed as in she gets a voice box and yet you find harmony this girl that as i said is possibly her own doesn't want her necessarily so after all that it backfired and the interesting part of this that that's mentioned in the article is that it's it's woody giving this whole pep talk about do you know, it's kind of like, it's all about being there for your owner as a toy and that kind of thing. Mm. Rather than... That's your job. Yeah. Rather than somebody like Bo Peep, who has a broken arm in the film. And her, arm, her arm is effectively missing, isn't it? Yeah. For quite a bit of it. And, and she kind of uses tape to keep it on, mm. essentially. Um but you have a character like her who is absolutely loving life, embracing it, embracing the fact that she is a, as they phrase it in the film, a lost toy because she doesn't have a kid. Um, but she's, she's embracing it and she has the ability to laugh at her situation. So I, I think, and it's interesting that they mentioned it here, is that it's not her giving the pep talk, you know, somebody who shares... Has an that, insight. Has an insight, exactly. Shares that, that situation. Mm. It, it's Woody, who is essentially, in inverted commas, able-bodied, yep. as you mentioned earlier on. Um, yeah, so it's... In, in the grand scheme of things, it is positive that, um, you know, disability is being... Well, when they're, they're showing Bo Peep there as a strong female character, living on her own, being able to cope, getting on with everything. 
mm. you know, and with a, with a disability. Yeah, absolutely. And I I think that it's like it's interesting even when Woody mentions it, you know, in terms of Gabby Gabby is in this situation where she doesn't feel like, as we mentioned before, that she's worthy of love or anything like that. And I think there needed to be, well, there could have been more of an emphasis on kind of, like, obviously her story revolves around being fixed. But I think there needed to be more of an emphasis around embracing the fact that she wasn't necessarily perfect. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know the, the, I know. Would, would that make a good movie? Yeah, exactly. Like I think that this is part of the problem here. That that's the balance, exactly. And there there is um, reference to Detective Pikachu in one of the articles. <clears throat> Pokemon, yeah. Pokemon, yeah. Pokemon, sorry. Uh, well, yeah, Detective Pikachu and Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, there's. I think it's the main antagonist in that is a character in a wheelchair, and he is spoiler for that film actually he is apparently and we haven't seen this but he's apparently trying to fix himself as well what's that a fixing going on here then in saying that he's trying to get the entire race of humans into pokemon so essentially he wouldn't be disabled anymore um which is another kind of case of I'm not good enough as me. And again, comes back around to being fixed. And I think there hasn't been a movie yet where, unless it's a movie or a TV show where disability is central to it. Yeah. Where it's, it's like blatantly obvious. You know, there hasn't been a situation where disability is something that is just there and they live with a disability it's always represented as as a problem yes and we did have that conversation with the legendary paddy yeah (laughs) and he made he was making the same point as well of of how the representation is Mm. the disability is kind of the problem rather than it just being the person yeah absolutely um and then there, there's the other side of things like you've got, and we, we mentioned this with Paddy as well, that you've got films such as things like Avatar, where you have a disabled uh, protagonist, which is positive. But then again... Played by an able-bodied person. Played by an able-bodied person. But then again, Paddy did make that point where that shouldn't necessarily matter. So... Which I can agree with now mm. that I've you know heard, heard his slant on it. You know, it, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, Paddy Slattery does. I mean, he makes an awful lot of good sense in it. That yeah, you know, from the position he's in as a director and a producer and a writer, you're looking for the person who fits the role best. And yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But yeah, as he mentioned before, it it it's. I mean, even sorry, even in, in, in this one of these, they give a couple of reasonably good statistics. Again, we can't stand over the statistics that are here, 
but they sound good. Right. That over 25% or more than 25% of people in the US population identify as having a disability. Yeah. Which I was actually surprised about. I, d- I didn't, I wasn't aware that it was that high. Yeah, well, you know. But then there was another one knocking around and I can't see it now where it said that their representation on screen. Yeah, it's something like, no, it is uh, 3%. Yeah. Something around 3%, which is... That doesn't really add up. No. That's a 22% difference. Yeah. Which, as is mentioned here, for the most the most prevalent minority, yeah. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. That's just... And it covers, obviously that covers all disabilities. Yes, it's it covers just, w- whether it be physical, intellectual. Exactly, all the hidden yeah. ones and all of that. Yeah. Um, you know, but still, they're, they're, they're pretty, pretty strong statistics. But yet, you know, we're sitting here talking about Toy Story and the representation. And it's just a movie. Mm. I thought it was interesting. There was another one. And in fairness, this was actually something that i missed when i was watching because i suppose i was i i was focused on gabby gabby was yeah, i disappointed you missed it though, yeah i know my standards are dropping I yeah apologize. um but there was a character in the background of one of the scenes that had a cochlear implant and in one of the articles here it, it mentions about uh, a parent took her her child to the film who had one and was and saw this kid and was like oh that's me that that's brilliantly positive yeah. and like that's the kind of representation you want you know you want young kids kind of going or well whoever they are you know whatever age but particularly young kids because they are as impressionable as they are um going you know giving them reason to embrace who they are rather than oh this is represented as a problem yeah on screen so because of that there must be a problem with me which is absolutely categorically untrue Mm. yeah it's it's an interesting topic and as you mentioned for the for my thesis next year it's definitely like the two articles that we have here are Go go into a considerable amount of detail on it. Yeah. Um. So, from a personal point of view, I can't wait to. Do you have to work done for you next year, now? Yeah, to delve into it more. You know, he's gonna rock up and just start writing down stuff. You'll be fine. Be grand. Yeah, fifteen thousand words, out the door. Maybe maybe it's important as well to reference the fact that, in the most general sense, it is a positive. It is, yeah, and they're they're. Yeah, I suppose as movies go. Yeah. And how disability is represented, it is positive. It's another step in the right direction. Yeah. And there's e- there's even uh, things referenced in one of the articles here that says that, I suppose, without this being as prevalent, um, Toy Story as a franchise has um, dabbled in it in previous films um i can't for the life of me remember the name of that um penguin in the original one well he lost his squeak didn't he he lost his squeak yeah yeah 
And then there was... He got fixed as well. <laughs> Everybody gets fixed. Yeah. And then there was uh, Lotto with the limp. Okay, I don't remember him. In Toy Story 3. Kind of the antagonist. Okay. Toy Story 3. That, that's by far as a film, never mind disabled representation, I think that's the, the best one out of a lot of them. But yeah, no, in a, in a general sense, it is a very firm uh, stride in the right direction and uh, we want to see more of it in film, in TV, uh, in media in general. Yeah. It, it's, it's really, really good, really, really positive. Mm. So, Okay. Do you want to talk about your continued adventures in Oracle? Yeah. Okay, so... Um, because we, we didn't... Last week we didn't talk about the podcast. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, I cannot believe on a podcast I forgot to mention that. But... Um, yeah, too many podcasts. <laughs> yeah, so... The first week I was asked to host a podcast um, with a team that was all about kind of the seven deadly tips is what we call it. So it was it was seven deadly tips to... Um, for on how to nail an interview okay or, or on how to prepare best and, and do well in an interview uh so that was really enjoyable um and it, it was something a little bit different and uh yeah i it was just really cool to be able to kind of i suppose it wasn't necessarily corporate because we didn't explicitly mention oracle necessarily it was more of a more of a general uh, thing but it, it was it was interesting to kind of see how everything was set up from their point of view and uh, lend my hand where where necessary uh, when I could so that, that was really really enjoyable um, this week I host a, um, a podcast um, for an article with the Crumlin Medical Research Foundation which are they're a foundation doing incredible work um, for kids who have uh, leukemia and cystic fibrosis and a number of well I suppose cancers in, in general mm. um, and I that was just that was kind of a promotional style podcast video podcast um, you know, what's your message? We want to get it out there. We're, you know, Oracle are are supporting that charity, um, which which is great to see. So, we that was kind of used as a as a promotional tool, so to speak, for events they have coming up. So that that was interesting as well. Really, really enjoyable. And yeah, just the the whole time I've been there so far, I've I've, I've loved it. You know, it's, it was interesting. I'm not sure if I mentioned it last week, but I, I, I said to them on the second day that after I came home, the first day I was like, I can't wait to get back in. And they were kind of like, they were happy to hear it, but it was kind of one of those things, not like this all the time, kind of thing. They were <laughs> slagging me about it. So it was it was interesting. But yeah, no, it's been, uh, it's been really cool to kind of get experience in that sense. Uh, and I'm incredibly grateful to everyone on the team for for having me and for having me so as as 
involved as as I am. I'm absolutely loving it. And uh, yeah, no, I'm really excited to get to work with him again next week and to record this in there, which would be really, really good fun. The guest that we're having on is actually in uh, Singapore at the minute. So that would be fun. We'll be able to talk to her about that a little bit as well, um, which is going to be cool. So I'm, as I keep saying, I'm I'm really excited and yeah, thank you very much to them for trusting me as much as you have with with hosting your podcast. It's been it's been great. I've um, been learning as well about uh, video editing, um, because they also recorded a podcast that I myself wasn't involved in, but I I sat in on about a deal that they recently closed that was a pretty major deal um so it was kind of just going through that and what it entailed and how Oracle can learn from it going forward and hopefully succeed again okay so So these are all held internally then on sort of on an Oracle internal staff network to some degree to some degree yes i have been given access to the ones that i've hosted which is really really cool okay so we might get we we might get them up on our soundcloud then yes we'll just check and make sure we can yeah no i i'll 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 check that uh it, it won't be this week but i'll i'll check that as soon as i can yeah and you wait till you're out there and then we'll put them up there's <laughs> <laughs> any problem not to come and find us <laughs> uh, yeah I'll, I'll check that as soon as we can and um, yeah get back to you on that okay and then yeah if and when we can we'll we'll get them up yeah we'll, 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 st- we'll stick them up on, on our SoundCloud account so you have an interesting article Dan yeah um, I do um, plenty of content this week actually yeah uh, this is a I I was actually I found it quite shocking reading it, but you'll know why in a minute. Um this is an article I found and the headline goes like this Woman asked to cancel custom mug order after realizing maker is autistic. That's a mm. fairly stark headline then, isn't it? It is, yeah. And if I'm being honest, it's probably one of the lamest excuses I've I've ever heard. I mean, we we had that story a couple of weeks ago uh, about that lady who put her son into care. The two of them are right up there, and it's actually interesting. The initial paragraph on this goes there are many reasons why someone can legitimately ask for a refund this is an article by jake massey from uh, the lad bible um very interesting article to read there are many reasons why someone can legitimately ask for a refund if the item is faulty if the item is in the is the wrong size if the item was ordered while drunk (laughs) though many retailers don't accept the validity of this reason yeah that they wouldn't uh however asking for a refund based on the fact the seller is autistic is not 
a reason that anybody can consider valid. Yeah, completely agree. Yet a woman who sells customized glitter mugs has been faced with just this request. So we start off bad. This is going to get worse. The anonymous seller found herself embroiled in a shocking conversation with the customer and decided to share screenshots on Facebook. And the screenshots are actually in the article. We'll, we'll go through it. Explaining the background of the conversation, the seller said she ordered a set of four coffee mugs with blue glitter baits and addicted to pot on them. Freak me. I like, I like that. Uh, decided to spend the night stalking me on Facebook and decided that I'm too autistic to do the order and called me retarded. The exact screenshot to this is I need to cancel the order placed yesterday morning. I no longer wish to purchase the mugs. And then the manufacturer comes back to her and says, Hi, since this was a custom order and I've already started working on it, I'm not able to cancel it for you. I've already applied the glitter to mugs and wouldn't be able to use them for another order. Which is absolutely valid. And then she comes back with, no, that's un- that's unacceptable. I no longer want to purchase from someone like you. And I've decided to go with a crafter who's more capable of doing them properly. I expect you to refund me immediately or I'll be opening a case with PayPal. That's just, I, I, to be honest, I'm, I don't even know what to say. I love this one, Dan. I I really do. And and, and for a lot of different reasons, I suppose. And and when you look at it on Facebook and, and you have a little route around and you look at all the keyboard warriors that are following this and, you know, is it real? Is it a recurring theme? But you see, even with that, right? Yeah. It's that makes it even worse. It it does, yeah, I know. I like one of one of or one of the threads in it is kind of that whoever this person is had set up this fake account. Right. To make this complaint. Okay. Uh accounts have been closed and stuff like that since and you know Yeah. You know, I'm I'm sure there's people who, who have nothing better to do with their time but to, to look into these kind of things. But they're coming back saying, Oh, this account was set up and it's a fake and, and you know, she set it up herself to make the claim to sell more cups yeah that's that's part of it as well yeah um and as i said earlier on that makes it even like this is really bad yeah as it is um but that makes it 10 times worse kind of does but you know the funny thing is we're never going to know the truth yeah um but i suppose there's one definite truth and that is that it's wrong on both levels. Yeah, on any level, Dan, absolutely, hundred yeah. percent. Whether whether it be fake or not. Yeah. Um, because. But even if even if it's not fake, even if it did happen, hundred percent, it is wrong. Yeah. Right, and even if it is fake, it's still wrong. Yeah. Because then you're going into exploitation of disability. And that's just, uh. yeah. It's your own. It, it's potentially your own disability. And if she, if she's the one who came up with, if she's the one who came up with the fake account. Mm. Um. Now, 
let's go with for the minute that it is real. Yes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Because because on the internet, Dan, it has to be real. Believe it. No, no, no. Just for the end of the article, uh, because it, uh, as if it couldn't get any worse, it actually does. From what we mentioned earlier on, she had said that. You know, I expect somebody who's able to make them properly. Uh, and she comes back with, I'm very much capable of making your items. If you check the main page on my shop, you'll find that I've had over 300 sales and a five star rating. I've never sent out anything if I thought it wouldn't be exactly what the customer wanted. I'm not sure why you should think I wouldn't be able to make these items, right? And then she comes back with, I found your business page on Facebook and saw your profile. There were several posts on it about autism awareness. I thought of, at first, it was in support of someone you know who is autistic, but I eventually came to realize that you're the one with autism. My neighbor's son has that. And after observing his behaviors, I do not believe anyone with a disease, with the disease, would be able to properly make these mugs. And uh, the author of this article, Jake Massey, makes a very good point and says, miraculously, the uh, the seller of these mugs is able to keep a clean head, or, or keep a clear head, I should say, after hearing something like that, because that would just make my blood boil. And, and she comes back with a very dignified response, and says autism is a spectrum disorder. Each person with autism is different and has a different le- level of functioning. I'm very high functioning and I'm more than capable of making the items in my shops. Incredibly dignified, right? Mm-hmm. Then the supposed purchaser comes back and says this. You're all the same level of retard. Cancel the damn order. Yeah, silence there. I think would. Uh, yeah, I just beggars belief that. Yeah, and as as you mentioned earlier on, there's no good way at all of looking at this. Don't know. It's a negative, whatever way you look at it. Let's go number one. If it's real, this person needs to have a serious look at themselves. If it's not real, exactly the same. Um, because I, I don't, you see, I'm even at a point, why, why do I have to explain myself with, with something like this? Yeah. Do you know, it's like cop on. For I'd almost said on, I love the internet. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, cause there's room out there for everybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, do you know, I, I was about to make this wild argument that. But like, why? Why? Like, why should I even? Why should I even bother? Either way. Yeah. You know? So I think we we leave that with your exasperation. Right. Yeah. And we move on to how you're getting on with your training. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, stand, stand by, everybody, for <laughs> incoming excuses. <laughs> that hasn't been much better, has it? Uh, yeah. I haven't been very good this week. Oh, really, man. Uh, and and as you mentioned, there is no there is no room for uh, excuses. Um, 
yeah, I've 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 managed one uh workout this week so far, uh, which isn't good. At well, all. one's better than none then. Yes, but uh, mm. yeah, I don't know. I suppose one positive I'm taking away from it is that it was a new uh resistance mm-hmm. this week, and I the workout that I did do, I managed to go over five k on it. Uh, which I was very happy with and I wanted to say thank you to everybody who has been sending me messages um, of support in relation to it much appreciated thank you very much Um, we will once again uh, put up the links for the roll and stroll the roll and stroll yeah for you to sign up it is on uh, Sunday the 1st of September at 12 uh, midday in St. Anne Park, St. Anne's Park in Rohini. Um, and yeah, as, as you mentioned there, we'll we'll put up the, we'll put up the links. No, we will add those links onto uh the podcast, uh, onto Facebook and stuff like that. Um, so people can sign up if they feel like it. And my friend, you have my word. I will be working harder. Yes, Dan. On that. Yeah. Uh, next week well from now I should say not next week mm-hmm. um, yeah so I'm I'm very much looking forward to that actually it's uh, it is I, I know it's September but I suppose each week it gets closer she's down it's only around the corner yeah I mean we're in the middle of July now near the end of July yeah it's only going to give you August it's exciting it is, uh, it is. because as, as we've mentioned before it's um a very very worthy cause uh for those that don't know it's um this uh 2.5 or 5k run walk or roll as it's called is in aid of um the irish wheelchair association youth services and this is something that personally myself i've benefited from f- for years yep time to give back now dan yeah absolutely um from whether it be summer sport camps as a kid or youth clubs the brave rollers youth club that we've um talked to before so and it it benefits thousands of people with disabilities around the country so yeah it's uh it's an incredibly worthy cause and as I mentioned before, I, I appreciate the support and anyone, uh, anybody and everybody that can make it out to Rohini on the 1st of September is more than appreciated. Absolutely. Uh, Dan, where can people find us? You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, iTunes, Spotify. We are hosted on SoundCloud. You can also find us on Podbean as well. Jesus, we're everywhere now. <laughs> we are everywhere. We're like yeah. the plague. <laughs> Positive plague, though. Positive plague, I yeah. hope. So yeah. that's Dan and Dara doability at all of those things. Yeah. If you is. want to drop us an email, you get us at danandaradoability at gmail.com. Yep. Uh, thank you very much for listening. We hope to hear from you soon. I've been Dara Mike. And I've been Dan Airy, and we'll talk to you very soon.